Welcome to a Common Educator's Guide to an Uncommon Student's Experiences. Here we discuss how first-generation students, students of different cultural backgrounds, and students of different economic statuses approach education differently and how their experiences on campus shape their education. One of the toughest challenges faced in education is the variety of student backgrounds that result in the large variations in the perception and valuation of education. These analyses have been compiled to help educators better understand the possible perspectives, goals, and needs of students with the belief that better understanding will allow for better student outcomes. This is the first episode of A Common Educator's Guide to an Uncommon Student's Experiences. I'm your host, Viraj Sheth, and today I will be discussing the cultural aspect of the series. Looking around the Yukon campus, we see that the student body is extremely diverse. Many of them have roots in different countries and cultures, even though many of them are located someplace in America. Many areas on campus frequently have certain aspects of their culture present, creating a kind of melting pot. This raises questions about cultural values, how diverse cultures interact within the campus environment, and how that influences students' educational experiences. Thus, the question I will be exploring is, how do cultural values in terms of education and a cultural environment on campus relate, and how do they affect the educational experience and approach? Let's discuss statistics on the number of international students that attend UConn, since this gives an idea on how cultural values play a role in the approach to education. Currently, there are 3,157 international students at UConn. However, there's a pattern to note in these statistics. The majority of them are Asians. For example, 1,589, roughly half of international students at UConn, come from China. 544 come from India, 101 come from South Korea, and 73 come from Bangladesh. Other smaller countries like Taiwan and Nepal also have higher numbers than the vast majority of the countries listed, which have very little students attending. These demographics can be attributed to two things, opportunities to the, in the U.S. and cultural values of work ethic and educational emphasis. The U.S. is seen as, an, as the land of opportunity, with many prestigious universities and many job opportunities. This makes immigrating and studying here very appealing especially since Asians tend to see educational credentials as a pathway to social prestige. Coming to cultural values, according to a study I found, there's a disparity between how white Americans view cognitive abilities versus Asians. Americans tend to view these abilities as inherited or genetic, while Asians tend to view them as malleable, and that you can improve them through hard work. This is important because by seeing achievement as the result of hard work, Many Asian parents and families end up placing pressure for educational achievement on their children, which is seen as a pathway to social prestige. This educational emphasis can be dated back to Confucian teachings, where humans were seen as perfectible through education and hard work. However, this pressure brings psychological costs, including lower social engagement and lower well-being. I'll discuss the importance of this later. Thus, I think the reason why there are many Asian international students is that cultural values on education motivate Asians to come to the U.S. to study and obtain the educational credentials to achieve social prestige. 
through the example of Asians, we can see that culture can play a huge role in the approach to education. Now let's ex explore the educational experience and how cultural values can relate. Are you interested in learning more about Yukon's global story? I present to you Celebrating Hashtag Humans of Yukon, The Stories That Shape Us, which is an art exhibit that contains the diverse and inspiring stories of students and staff. Each individual story contributes to the larger narrative of Yukon's identity and global presence and includes themes from Yukon's student and staff stories, the international student experience, and Yukon's global impact. For the rest of the fall semester, up till December 15th, visit the McMahon Residence Hall, Center for International Students and Scholars, and the Rowe Global Affairs Hallway to view these unique works of art. To explore how cultural values and educational experiences relate to each other, I decided to investigate Yukon's cultural centers as a contextual site. Yukon offers different centers for different groups of people. For example, it offers the Native American Center, African American Center, the Asian American Center, and the Puerto Rican and Latin American Center, to name a few. Each of these centers has a sort of mission. For example, the African American Center says that it strives to assist students in overcoming unique societal and institutional challenges and supports them in their adjustments to college life through the development of cultural awareness, academic excellence, leadership skills, social consciousness, and personal success. The Asian American Center strives to assist students in exploring and defining their cultural identity in multicultural America and provide a supportive environment for students, faculty, and staff that encourages academic excellence, personal development, community engagement, and professional leadership. Other centers have similar missions, but you might be asking, what exactly are cultural centers? Why might there be ones for specific groups of people, and how do they fulfill their mission statements by existing in separate groups? How does this relate to educational experiences? On every college campus, there is always a campus culture, which can be defined as a pattern of norms and beliefs that shape the behavior of individuals on campus, most notably students. In other words, campus norms affect the way students assimilate to the specific college environment and find their place within it. In this campus culture, there are many different subcultures or scaled down environments where students interact with specific groups of people in order to find their specific place within the campus culture. A supreme example of subcultures are ethnic student organizations, or what I like to call cultural centers. These centers play a pivotal role in enhancing this educational experience and serve two main purposes, sources of cultural familiarity and cultural validation. Cultural centers facilitate connections among students from the same or similar cultural backgrounds. Because there is common ground of shared values and understandings between students, it creates a connection on a deeper level that helps them comprehend and navigate each other's experiences and challenges, both academically and outside of it. This, in turn, fosters a sense of trust and acceptance. Using what I discussed earlier as an example, 
Asian students often approach education differently than their Western peers due to different cultural values, and the pressures that arise from these values often have psychological costs. Thus, their perspective might not be fully understood by others. However, within an Asian ethnic group, students share common ground and can relate on a personal level, forming an environment where they can pursue their academic goals and aspirations with affirmation from their peers, which can also help with the psychological and emotional distress from cultural pressures. Thus, we can see cultural values as sort of an identity that is shared among the students in a cultural organization. I know this resonates with me personally. As an Indian, my approach, views, and priorities in education have always been different from the people around me. Our values just always do not, line, do not always line up. But with my Indian friends, we all share similar values and can understand certain experiences that arise culturally, and we can work towards certain goals, especially academically. All of this can directly connect back to Yukon's own cultural centers and provide an answer as to how each center achieves their mission and how this relates to educational experiences. In essence, by forming environments specific to different cultural backgrounds, students can assist each other with challenges that may arise culturally and provide affirmation of their peers' decisions, whether that is academically or outside of it. Although I used Asians as the prime example, the ideas explored can apply to people of all backgrounds. Cultural values are essential in driving the approach to education, and these values are what help form connections between them and students of similar backgrounds. Cultural organizations have a profound impact on the educational experience since they are places where students actually form those connections, and through these organizations, Students help each other with academic aspirations and specific struggles and issues at both an individual and at a broader campus culture level. Thank you for joining me in this episode, and I hope this was insightful. Make sure to check out all the other episodes of our podcast series, A Common Educator's Guide to an Uncommon Student's Experiences.